Good morning, folks, and welcome for another edition of the Dadbot Bible Daily Podcast. Morning, Glory. Where I just chat about things in my mind that affect guys my age. And today, I want to talk about a conversation I had with Andy McKenzie last week. And it's been really playing in my mind this this whole weekend. I've been really thinking about it an awful lot. And it is to do with comparisons. Now, not you comparing yourself against other people, but you comparing yourself to you. And why this came about was because I was speaking to Andy about um, how I'm feeling about myself, basically, as far as training goes, as far as um, my ability to do things compared to what I think I should be capable of doing and the effect it's having on my training and on my mindset. And Andy made this really good point to me where he asked me on a scale of 1 to 10, where was I currently on the pain scale? And what I meant by that was like, where am I sitting between 0 to 10 as my daily pain threshold? And I I say on average, I'm between about a 6 and a 7 in the pain scale uh, due to my hip. And Andy then said to me, so Paul, and you're basically thinking, you've got to think of yourself as like a 30% Paul trying to do a 100% Paul. And it's not going to work. And that's, and he's correct because it's, it's, it's causing a lot of conflict in my mind because I am looking at myself and looking at what I used to be able to do quite easily. And I'm not um, giving myself any, any move, any free range or any free movement to adapt. I, in my head, it's like, I have been able to do this for years, therefore I should be able to do it continuously. I should be able to do this continuously, never ending. The reality is I am in a lot of pain and the workouts I'm doing could be causing more problems than actually solving. And this conflict I have in myself is the real problem. It's not the fact that I can't do kettlebells. It's the fact that I can't do the kettlebells the way I want to do kettlebells. The fact that if I do the kettlebells, I know that I'm... It's basically taking away some ability for the next few days to do normal day life. And then it's the your question you've got to ask yourself is, well, is this beneficial to me? And obviously it's not. But it then started me thinking, how many other guys are in similar positions? Now, and I'm talking about need hip replacement. I'm talking about you, you just maybe your current fitness levels, your current health levels. Are you comparing yourself to the 20-year-old, the 25-year-old you and then asking yourself and getting annoyed at yourself for not being able to do the things you once were able to do. Because that is what's affecting me bodily. And I'm pretty sure if it's affecting me, the way I'm thinking about myself and the the, the whole process of what I'm going through, I'm sure on some level there are other guys doing the same thing. Now, the, the takeaway for me was when Andy said to me, you need to stop trying to be the 100% Paul because the 100% Paul doesn't exist currently. And he's right, he doesn't exist. And what he's got is what I've got to start focusing on is the 35% Paul. If I'm working at 30%, if I'm 30% capacity of what I'm usually capable of doing, instead of me comparing myself to the 100%, what I should be doing is I should be trying to figure out what is the next step to get me to 35%. And then once I get 35%, then I can focus on what I need to do next to get myself to 40%. And if I can get myself to 40%, that means I've increased my ability. I've improved myself by a full 10%, which although it mightn't be where I want to be, it's definitely on the right path. And this is what this was this was the aha moment for me. It was like realizing that in order to 
become the person I'm trying to become. I've got to accept who I am today. And I've got to then plot out a path or find out a way of getting myself closer to that person, not focusing on the person who I think I should be. Because it's it's the the problem, the, the real problem for most of us and me and anyone else is the thoughts you're having and the reality you're living aren't running congruent. What I mean by that is you think you should be doing this, you think you should be capable of that, but the reality is you're not and you're here. And because you're continuously focusing on who you, who you think you should be and not exactly who you are, well then there's a disconnect and every time you do something and you're not able to complete it or you're not completing it the way you wished you could complete it, it's then throwing up this thought in your mind. It's, it's throwing up this doubt and this self-doubt is making you feel like shit and then this spiral continues. And if you're anything like me, well then you're stubborn and you're not going to give up and you're going to keep on trying to push and push and push. Not And maybe you do realise, but you don't want to accept that this pushing, this continuous trying to cycle, trying to get yourself to where you are, it's it's not doing any good. It's actually, it's, de- it's derogatory to your, it's detrimental, sorry, to your, your training. It's detrimental to your lifestyle and it's actually making you become worse than you actually are, than you actually are. So takeaway today, very quick, very quick one today, because I just wanted to jump on and have a wee chat about this. Be honest with yourself. It it maybe sometimes it takes someone to have a hard conversation with you, like it done with me with Andy. But once you actually can recognize where you actually are and what you're doing, because what I'm doing is habit, remember what I'm doing is because I love kettlebells, it's it's like it's my buzz. So to have to maybe accept that I might have to pull back on the kettlebells even further. Because remember, I was trying to do the 48 kilo, the press the beast. It's been always been my goal of mine to be able to press the beast. I've never been able to manage it. I got very close to 44 kilos. But what I did notice is when I do my training program and I go up to 38 kg or above, my hip goes, no matter what. And as soon as, as soon as like I get up to maybe three or four reps on anything over 38 kilo, my hip goes and I'm back and my lower back goes. And then I'm having to take six or seven steps back before the rebuild now so that's why i approached my trainer my coach and i said to him here's my goal my goal is now that i want to be able to press 48 kilo clean and press sorry 48 kilo 48 reps at age 48 and the reason why i'm doing that is because i'm currently 43 and a half that gives me four and a half years to get myself four and a half years yeah four and a half years to get myself to be able to press that. And that's going to take in the fact that I know I'm going to have a hip replacement in between this time. It's going to take at least six, probably nine months before I'm going to get any way in the back in the position where I am today. But I'll be able to kick on. And I know that it's going to give me, by expanding the length of time I've set my goal for, it's given me loads of time to sit about with a weight that I know I can handle. So right now I'm only using 26 kilos and I'm doing, I think it's 16 reps or something, the 16 cleaner press each arm for five sets of 16 each arm. It's not big numbers. On Friday I'll be doing, I'll drop to 24 kilos and I'll do 23 reps each arm for three sets. So the volume's increasing, um, the rep numbers are increasing and the overall volume may start decreasing, but I'm slowly but surely bringing the reps up. <clears throat> but keeping the weight at a constant level, at a very low level, that I know my body can handle. And as I progress and as I get my hip replacement, then I'll have to drop back right back again and start rebuilding. But I'll have that muscle memory and I'll have that psychological element in me that I know that I can push to a certain point and I know I've been there before. But it's, it's not rushing it. And that's that's crucial for me to be able to 
train the way I want to train. But I also know that the main things for me right now, the things that are making me miserable, the things that aren't helping me, would be my weight. It would be my mobility. And probably my cardio. Now, the weight. The weight is definitely my problem. I, I, I've just been a lazy fat shade recently. It was actually the last 12 months lockdown. And I've put well over two stone on. And I need to get that off me. And it's making me miserable. And actually admitting it publicly is something that's, that I need to do these times. Because it's like, it's, it's almost holding myself accountable. When I, when I acknowledge itself and I announce it, then I know that it's time to do something about it. So I'm I'm purposely starting today. It's the 1st of March. Can't believe it. Ready? Three, in the third month of this year. So I'm planning by the end of July to be, to be back down to stone properly and to be a hell of a fitter, healthier. And I need to start doing some yoga. And that's what I'm doing. I spoke to Gail. Gail's going to start doing yoga with me. And I need to do maybe 20 minutes of yoga every single day in order to get myself mobilizing without, to, to move without pain. And I'd say a lot of guys are probably similar to me that the ego is taking over their training. The, the the guy they once were is sort of holding sway in what they do and, what, and how they train. When the reality is we're training to be better than we currently are. And if your training isn't pushing you that direction, well, then it's detrimental. And you need to have a conversation with yourself and be honest with yourself and ask yourself, well, what, what is your goal? And how do you, you plot your plan to get there? So if my goal is to lose two stone in the next few months, then I need to start realizing I need to up my cardio. I need to probably work on my mobility because the more mobile I am, the less pain I'm going to be in, the more motivated I am going to train. And then obviously my strength, I still want to keep my strength going. So I have to plot a way to enable myself to expand my strength without pushing myself to a point where my hip becomes affected and um it prevents me from doing the work i want to do so that's my goal my goal is now to lose two stone and i'm going to use lose two stone with the kettlebells i'm doing on light sessions and mobility but it took a very hard conversation with andy mac to get myself to admit that i am not the 100 paul that i believe i am because we're all we may be four in our 40s or 50s but in our heads we're still that 25 year old fit very guy who can handle anything and the reality is most of us are broken, sore, and not happy with who we are. So anyway, that's my ramble today. Be honest with yourself. Have a conversation with yourself and real and and realize where exactly you stand as far as your as physically and mentally. Are you 100% the person you think you are? Or give yourself a, a scale, 10%, 20%, 30 40 50%. And once you figure out where you're sitting, then you can plot the path or you can get your coach, you can hire a coach and get a coach who knows what he's talking about to plot a path, a program for you to get yourself to 45% or 55% and then 60% and so on, so on until eventually maybe six months, a year, two years, three years, everyone's going to be different. You're going to be up to probably 80, 90% of the 100% of you when you were 20s. And that, if you're sitting at 40 and 50 years old and you're like working at... 80 to 90% of what you were in your 20s, you're doing really well. We're all going to slow down, but it's just part of the aging process. We are going to lose some muscle. We are going to lose some speed. It's what happens is all, unfortunately. It's, it's hard to accept because we all hear about this from our dads and on the older guys we used to work with, and now we're starting to come into that position where we are that guy now. And it's a painful lesson to learn, but you can either accept it and adapt 
or you can pretend it's not happening, bury your head in the sand, and keep pushing your body to the point where eventually it does break, the injury happens, and then hide sight's a fucking wonderful thing. Anyway, speak to you tomorrow.